Hi, and welcome to the Indie Music Podcast, the podcast for independent musicians and other audio professionals. We're your hosts. I'm Matt Denton, also known as Mojo of Ragged Birds Music. I'm a Bay Area mix engineer and recording artist. And Douglas Reynolds of Resonance Mastering, a mastering engineer in Bloomington, Illinois. Welcome to Indie Music Podcast, episode 250, season two closer, favorite present, new sponsors, season three Patreon, and updated branding. Tonight, Matt and Doug get together and talk about the favorite present they received, the Samson Q9U dynamic microphone, and 2022 plans for the podcast. This episode is sponsored by Samson Hartke, who provided us with their Q9U microphones to review. Spoiler, the mic is great. Enjoy the show. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Doug. How are you, man? Matt, I can see you're as prepared as ever. <laughs> hey. <laughs> totally prepared. I have a very full coffee. Oh, I got a... Dangerously full. Oh, careful with that. I'm actually having to route how I get the coffee to my mouth around things to not endanger them. You could use a straw. <laughs> coffee through a straw? Ice coffee, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I keep seeing this ad on Instagram for some coffee mug, some like, it's like a travel coffee mug that has, I think a suction cup bottom and they show them putting it on a desk and like whacking it around and it doesn't tip over. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> I could, I could envision like that thing being stuck to the, to the desktop and you go to lift it up and it's like stuck. And so you pull a little harder oh, and then it, it splashes releases you. and you just like, yeah, yeah. you like totally dump your coffee on yourself. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recommend that. Anyway, how are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. Right on. I am. I like that word. It's a good word. I tell people to have like a fantastic day. I should all the probably time. use that word more. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's it has good energy. It does have good energy. But you have you have good energy. Do you think? <laughs> I think so. I have <laughs> I have post Christmas uh, what am I doing energy? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas did you have a nice Christmas? It was a nice Christmas. Um, yeah. Because you celebrate Christmas, right? I do celebrate we do Christmas. We celebrate. Well, we do a very special Christmas because our youngest was born on Christmas. So oh. what we do traditionally and always have done is we celebrate Christmas Christmas on Christmas Eve with the in-laws. And then Christmas morning, family at home. And then Christmas Day becomes his birthday day. And our tradition in our house is to have birthday dinner is whatever the birthday person chooses to have. And so then we have the in-laws back over <laughs> for another round of dinner with the in-laws and uh, it becomes birthday dinner. So for the birthday boy, it's a 24 hour present fest, but he never gets shortchanged on, on the gifts. Cause that's always the question, you know, <laughs> you know, having a, a birthday on Christmas Seems like a real bummer. Right. That's why people always ask, but that's how we've always managed to have it not be a bummer is we celebrate Christmas the night before and then his birthday the day. Yeah. Of. But, but you get like, he gets shorted on presents. No, man. no, he does not get shorted on presents. Really? Yeah. So he gets birthday presents and Christmas presents? That present? is correct. Wow. So my mom has her birthday on the 30th. Okay. And she always talked about how that was. Growing up in a different time, though, okay, and there was only enough money for maybe a couple presents oh. for everybody at Christmas time, and how it kind of shortchanged her because 
she really did get a birthday present and a Christmas present. So it was kind of a combined, what would that be? Like a, a birthday, birthday? present. <laughs> <laughs> Birthmas. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we've always gone out of our way to make sure he gets his, you know, doesn't get shortchanged. Cause that's a, it's an obvious trap to fall into, but yeah, I can see it'd be a different time. It'd be different. Yeah. This was our first Christmas uh, with Asia here in the house. Oh. So she's, had her one year birthday in October. So, and we got her, it's not her first Christmas. I, I don't know what her first Christmas was like. We got her from a rescue, but uh, we got her in January last year. Oh, okay. So this is her first Christmas with us. And she got a big bag of toys. Nice. And she has this amazing ability to surgically dissect the toy <laughs> and remove the squeaker. Oh, boy. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and so we had, um, white stuffing and squeakers laying all over the place. Oh, so it was a different kind of white Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, did you get anything like notable? Uh, the most What's your favorite the most interesting uh, gift? Yeah, the most interesting thing that I got was my um my father-in-law gave me a bottle of his kind of semi-patented pre-mixed um Manhattan that he serves whenever uh we go over there. Ooh. So he pre-mixes a Manhattan and then keeps it in the freezer and then just pours it straight out of the bottle. And that's a, it's a very nice Manhattan. So that was his gift to me was a, yeah. a bottle of that. Yeah. It was, it's Oh, he didn't have to make it. He already made correct. it for you. Yeah. It's oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't like he's just sharing the recipe and here you no, go. No, no, no. He gave me the bottle, uh, very, <laughs> very right, nicely <laughs> gift wrapped and everything. <laughs> uh, what about you? Well, I got cool stuff, but. The one thing that's standing out in my mind is I got a kombucha brewing kit. Oh. And I'm like totally excited about it. I'm jumping in after we're done recording the show today and I'm going to learn how to brew kombucha. Does it, how does that work with the mother, the mother, the mother? They sent a mother. Oh yeah. In um, a vacuum pack bag. And, and then they sent uh, some little bags, filter bags of tea. Yeah. And sugar, I mean, it's everything you need. I've got a, a one-gallon jug to put it in. And, yeah, they got a little uh, temperature thermometer strip that you put on the outside of the bottle so you can maintain the temperature. Wow. And, yeah, it's really that cool. That is cool. I, I never even knew that you could do that at home. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious to hear how that goes. Hopefully in, uh, I don't know how long it takes, man, like <laughs> one or two weeks or something. Oh, okay. I'll have some kombucha. Well, that sounds like I'll it's see. less time than beer takes. Yeah. I used to brew beer. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. My brother used to. But he used to make some good stuff. This looks like a little bit less. Less work. Less work. Yeah. Right on. Smaller operation. <laughs> no bottling when you're done, really. You know, you just transfer it into a, you know, instead of, well, I guess you could bottle it if you wanted to. But yeah. So anyway, that's kind of what I'm doing after, after the show today. That is cool. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Take a picture. I want to, I want to see how that works. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Exciting news. This episode is sponsored and sponsored by Samson Hartkey. Yeah, that is exciting. And so it is exciting. We're, you know, how fun is that? So our friends over at Samson reached out to us and asked us if we'd be interested in uh, kind of collaborating with them. And what they did is they sent Matt and I their. Q9U dynamic microphone. And Which we are currently recording on. 
Yeah, which we're currently recording on. Interestingly, um, it's a combination microphone that allows you to record through a standard XLR cable into your mic preamp, or you can go through a USB connection. So today, I'm actually recording through the XLR connection. And, and I'm recording through the USB connection. Yeah. And, you know, and I think the USB sounds fantastic. When I first saw that, I was, I kind of had my doubts. Yeah. And, you know, that it would be professional sounding, you know, a USB mic. I don't know. Maybe that's just sort of a stigma that I it's have. It's one that I have too. So I was, I was curious because um, I've, you know, uh, in, in the little music community that we have online, uh, we've had a lot of discussions about who has what kind of mic and USB mics have seemed in the past few years to be more of entry level kind of a thing uh, and problematic with drivers and whatnot for certain people. And so I've always kind of had been, you know, hesitant to recommend them. Yeah. But I thought back and like quite a while ago, I bought a, uh, a Samson Meteor mic. I don't know if you're familiar with that no. one, but it's a, it's a USB mic for streaming and your computer. And I actually did some really early recording of my guitar. I used to set that in front of my amplifier and record with it Ooh. before I had, this was a while back before I had like real studio equipment and stuff. And, uh, and it did a fantastic job. So I saw this and I, you know, I was hopeful for it and I'm really pleasantly surprised. I think it's, I think it's a really nice mic. I know your first impression was the same as my first impression. And I was like, wow, hefty. this thing has some substance. It's a hefty man. mic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, it's weighty. It's got some it girth. feels really good. I actually, I have it hanging from my boom arm. And uh, this, is, this is the heaviest mic that I own. And so I had to really crank my boom arm tension to support the microphone. But, um, but other than that, you know, I think I would compare it to a, a Shure SM7B. Yeah, I don't have one of those, so I, I can't say if it's the same, you know, heft yeah. and girth and all that stuff. Now, but it seems like the same size. I would say that for about a third of the price, I'm getting the same quality as I would get with an SM7B. I think this is a really nice microphone. Do you have the SM7B? I had an oh, SM7B. Okay. Wait, why'd you get rid of it? I remember I switched over and I started using the shotgun condenser mic. Yeah, I knew that, but I didn't realize you I sold the other one. Yeah. Oh, well. I didn't just didn't have a need for it anymore. Oh, I see. So a little bit about the Q9U. It's a dynamic broadcast microphone. It's marketed towards broadcasting, podcasting, and voiceover work and things like that, which I know that's of interest to you, Matt. Yes. Yep. And have you experimented with any of your scripts with it or anything? Um, I have not. Um, it's just it, the timing of it. It's just I haven't had any s scripts and it's been Christmas. So I haven't really had a lot of studio time this week. But yeah, um, I have been reading scripts, just testing and setting up and been really happy with it. I, I really like where I'm at right now. Now, listeners, I may or may not have what you consider to be a good broadcast voice. I don't know. Um, <laughs> You know, Matt's got the silky smooth. I don't think silky I do. Silky smooth. Very silky, very smooth. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but yeah, just, so just a, a quick run through of the mic. You know, so it's, it's a front address microphone. It, it's all metal. It's built yeah, it's like built. a tank. It has a mute button, which is really cool. And so like for us, it doesn't matter so much because you cough or something like that. 
and we edit that out in post. But I can totally see being able to grab that and and mute the microphone. Actually, I'm looking forward to that. If I know I'm about to cough, you know, I usually put a marker in so that I know where to go back and edit. Yeah. But I'd rather just hit the button. Yeah. Now, you might get some mic noise, mechanical noise oh, from touching actually it. touching the microphone. Yeah, that's true. It just depends on your setup. But if you're careful. But I think that's a really neat feature. Mine came with a little stand. I'm not using it. Are you using the little yeah, stand? Yeah, I was going to mention with? that when you were talking about your boom arm. My boom arm is not as hefty as yours, um, and it's fine for my Lewitt condenser, um, but I did not even attempt to put this beast on there, and so I'm using it with uh, the mic stand, and it's just sitting on my keyboard tray right now about uh, you know four inches away from my chin. And I'm talking yeah. over the top of it so I don't get any plosives because I'm not using a pop filter. I'm just using the windscreen that came with it. Well, I know Samson markets a stand with this microphone. Um, it's a MBA 38 boom arm. Right. I would expect that they know the weightiness of this microphone and have kind of thought that through in their boom arm. Right. If I had one of those, I would use, I'd be using that right now. Yeah, I definitely think that that's the consideration. If you want to use a boom arm with this mic, it needs to be a good sturdy boom arm. Correct. So some other things about the mic, it's got a low cut switch on the back, which is really nice. You can cut frequencies at uh, 200 Hertz and below by about three dB. It's got a mid switch, which you can boost the mid range or you can not boost it. Like I said, the XLR and USB connections, it has a headphone output for no latency monitoring. I could see that like in like live streams or gaming or something like that. And you wanted to plug your headphones and monitor yourself. Yeah, I tricked, I did check that out. And um, because there's no volume control, I found it less useful than uh, oh, okay. just straight monitoring through the DAW where I have volume yeah. control. I think for those that don't have a DAW or something like that, that would be an okay solution. I think the downside on that is you're only monitoring yourself. Correct. So you wouldn't be hearing your game or other participants, you know, in that monitoring, you'd only be listening to yourself. Right. And, you know, that's kind of the rundown on it. Uh, how was your experience on setup? Did you have, like, did it, did your computer just recognize oh, yeah. it? When um, you so it I, have in? A, I have a Mac, an Apple a laptop, and uh, it recognized it right away. You just plug in. I wanted to mention that it's USB C connection. Um, so it's not like USB two or three with the big rectangle port, it's the USB C. And, um, yeah, plugged it right in and just select it, select it as the input and you're good to go. Again, there's, there's no volume control when you do it that way. So I'm doing all that through the DAW, but, um, and I did have to go into zoom as you noticed and reselect it as the input there. And I turned off the automatic input control and set the level in Zoom so that uh, we both sounded like we were at the same volume, which is something that I never had to do before. But um, other than that, I, I feel like the uh, the input level is good right out of the box. Um, whatever's going on behind the scenes in uh, the Apple OS is keeping it at a, at a good input level. And um, yeah, it was pretty straightforward. Just plug and play, really. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to talk about the um, the output level of this microphone. With this microphone, I think having some type of, if you're not using USB, having an amplifier is necessary. 
So that would be like a cloud lifter or some type of amplifier before your preamp. One of the problems that you have, and this is not an issue with this microphone. It's all dynamic. Dynamic yeah. mic. Yeah. Yeah. So even like the Shure SM7B and stuff like that, uh, the Shure is actually less. I think the Shure is like minus 68 dB or something oh, like wow. that. And this one is on an XLR is minus 57 dB. So it's actually a little bit louder than the Shure is. But on USB, it's, it's like 23. Yeah, it has a it has a built-in amplifier inside the microphone that it seems to engage when you use USB, but not when you use the XLR. Yeah. So at negative 57 dB, you, you really need to have an amplifier. So in my setup, I'm running into my DBX-286S channel strip, and I'm handling my signal amplification there and then routing it through the, the vocal processing stuff. And then out to my, to my, my claret, but my claret's not doing anything except kind of posing as, as a connection to my interface. It's just an easy way for me to get the signal routed that way. And, uh, it actually ends up going into interface through ADAT. So it gets a conversion in the claret. And I think the claret does a good job of that. And then into my DAW from there. But if you didn't have a channel strip or something, then an inline amplifier like a cloud lifter or dynamite or fet head yeah. or there's a few yeah. out there and they're all in the between ninety and $120 range. Yeah. So I would highly recommend that with this type of broadcast mic. Again, it's not anything that is specific to the Q9U. This is right inherent with this style of broadcast microphone yeah people who and, have this seven the sure 7b they know they have to get one yeah. of those <laughs> unless you've got like extremely high output and you're using it on a guitar amp or something like right. that i haven't experimented did you do any experimentation on anything other than vocals I not really time. but uh, as we discussed um offline i did try to run it through my um presonus audio box which uh, I, I use as my input for everything. And I had to turn up the gain. Um, even when I turned it up, I had to turn it up to like plus 30. And it was just too noisy at plus 30, which is why I felt like yeah. I was going to go USB. And I couldn't, I don't have anything to compare it to. So I can't really tell if my inputs on the PreSonus are just not as pristine as they say they are. Or if it made the mic so sensitive, which is possible that it just picked up all kinds of ambient noise that sounded like static. Um, yeah, I think that's the, the latter is the case. Yeah. And, and the same thing, I didn't have the noise, but I get the same loss of quality if I go directly into my Claret and then use the Claret gain. Yeah. But if I boost the gain in my channel strip first, my Claret gain is on zero. I'm not even using gain uh, out of the okay. claret. And that actually gives you a really nice quiet noise floor. It's the reason I like doing it this way. And you could get the same thing with an amplifier where you'd run your ampli. The downside of the inline amplifier is you have no volume control on that. That's just, you're getting like plus 25 dB gain. Yeah. And that's what you get. And you got to deal with that then at some point. And so you're going to have to set your gain levels coming into your preamp or your interface or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So bottom line is, you know, you, you need, you, 
with a dynamic microphone as opposed to a condenser, which uses, um, you know, phantom power, a, a dynamic doesn't use phantom power. And right. you do kind of need inline amplification to bring it up to the same level as uh, you might be used to with a, with a condenser mic. Yeah. So anyway, Matt and I have been on the Q9 News for this episode. We'll leave it up to the listeners to decide what you think. And I am quite happy. I can say that. I think it's really good quality. I was telling Matt, the style of microphone, a dynamic microphone, is less forgiving as far as posture and sitting because I really need to maintain <laughs> the angle of my head. It's super directional, and right? Like a Very directional, yeah. which is a really good thing about a mic. You know, it's got great rear rejection and stuff like that. But I'm a big fan of my... <laughs> Being able to lean back of my <laughs> my condenser, yeah, because I'm lazy, man. I want to sit back in my chair. I know I've had you know, I've and... been sitting up straight this, which is which is you know that's not a terrible thing to force me to have good posture. But yeah, I've been sitting up stock straight this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, see, you know, I feel like my my grandma sent me this microphone. <laughs> sit up straight, sit up straight Doug, Doug. Quit slouching. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. You can picture, though, a few people in a room each having something like this, and they wouldn't be able to, there would be no bleed because it's so directional oh, yeah. and rejects side and back that, you know. No, I think this would be an excellent mic in that type of situation. If you were doing like a, a podcast with guests that were on site with you in the same recording yeah. studio, this would be a, a great option for you. And literally, it's about a third the cost of the shore. I would, I would definitely recommend that our listeners take a look at this if they're interested in a, in a really good broadcast mic yeah and again you all be the judge you're listening to him right now yeah the sure has been on my kind of like list and always you know something that i've been thinking about but it's never really less than four hundred dollars and when you know you're gonna have to buy a hundred dollar amplifier to go with it that's 500 bucks so yeah that's not nothing yeah i think this is a contender yeah i agree so, so anyway, thank you, Samson. We appreciate yes, you sending you us much. these mics to try out. And and listeners, we wouldn't have reviewed this microphone if we didn't like it. Okay, because uh, we would just said had said no. <laughs> yeah, but true. but we like this microphone, and so hopefully you like the sound of this podcast and of this episode. And uh, then you know maybe check it out. So, so we have, besides we, the microphone, we have other changes in the works. We got news. We have news and, and announcements and all kinds of things. Would you say things. it's big news? Is, is it big news? I think I'm trying, maybe I'm trying to make it bigger than it should I've be. I've lost perspective on what news is anymore and what's big news and what's not. <laughs> I mean, in the grand scheme of things, maybe it's not giant news, but it's for us and our weekly podcast habit, it's biggish news. <laughs> I think it's kind of stemming from we really want, to like explode into 2022. Yes. With sponsorship, that's a big deal. You know, obviously you already know because we announced that earlier. Yep. But having sponsorship is, we're, we're so excited about that. How neat, you know? It's and so cool. It's such like, it is. validation and of the work it's we fun. do. <laughs> exactly. It, and it opens up some opportunities for us that have spawned our thought process into how can we create more value for our listeners and, you know, and hopefully gain more listener volume than what we have now, you know, and grow the channel. More. So <laughs> yes, let's gain more volume, Doug. 
Gain more volume. <laughs> we need to level up. We need to level up. <laughs> <laughs> we need to gain more, more volume. Man, I'm going to put that on the website. <laughs> there you go. Oh gosh, I forgot to mention that I'm I'm not using the 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 low cut. I am using the mid boost. Okay. I just thought I'd throw that out there. I'm using the low cut on the microphone. Yeah, on the microphone. And I'm using a low cut on the DBX. But then I'm using a dynamic boost of low end that brings the low end up but brings the low end down. <laughs> I'm sorry, it brings the low end up, but brings the mids down a little bit. Okay. It's kind of like, um, I can't remember the name of that type of EQ, where it's like a seesaw, you know? Um, oh, yeah, like the Elysia. Um, there's one. I have a, I have a yeah. Elysia plugin that does that. It's a seesaw. Um, and then I got a high boost on there to bring out some air. I usually adjust, oh, I a, a good I usually adjust all the EQ and post anyway, so that it all sounds... Well, I'm trying to make this so that when I go into post, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm hoping this is the one. Sorry. I didn't mean because if that's the case, I never have to change this again. <laughs> I didn't mean to sidetrack our news announcement with some EQ discussion, but I'm sorry, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> he just threw out that that line about gain and <laughs> volume. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Anyway, so All what right. is our announcement, so, Doug? I mean, let's just jump. Let's into just jump it, in. You know, Patreon. Patreon. Okay, so we want to make some value add for. Our listeners, so we're going to create a a members-only Patreon group. I guess that is an inexpensive, and very affordable members-only yeah, like, group. Yeah, uh, like the the lowest. It's the lowest price Patreon will allow. I think it's three bucks. Yeah, three bucks a month. And so, a, a lot of our discussion has been, well, what are we going to offer for three bucks? And immediately, we thought we're going to give early access to the next episode. You know, so about I would say. Four to five days advance access to the next episode it was like the first thing that we could think of, you yep. know, because it's something that um, we have to work a little bit harder for, but we can get it out there and make sure that we're staying on schedule. And I was thinking, and, and Matt and I hadn't really discussed this much, but but I might want to add and write in kind of a an article on a weekly about going a little bit deeper into the things that we discussed oh, of yeah. the previous episode. I like that idea. Yeah, because a lot of times we kind of just kind of gloss over the top of things or we don't go too deep and, and, and maybe hit some topics that go a little bit deeper. It'd also be a place where people who are patrons could have discussions, open up discussions and questions. And then, you know, Matt and I are going to be uh, active in the, uh, in the Patreon to, to respond and, and have discussions and just chat and have fun. And sometimes the reason that we don't get deeper into topics, well, one is time, but the other is sometimes it requires visual aids or sound bites or something that we maybe can't provide off the cuff that we could put into a post that would yeah. help get deeper in depth into the topic that we brought up. I'm kind of thinking that you and I might every once in a while do like a, go ahead and turn the video on and zoom and make the video portion of that Patreon only. Cause. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, you can do that. As uh, as just a you know Matt and Doug's face reveal. <laughs> you better warn me if we're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> On the days that Matt has a good hair day, that's right. <laughs> that's funny. Now I'd like to point out that this isn't because we're trying to make money off our our listenership, but it actually costs money to put on a podcast. And up until this point, we've just been 
paying for it out of pocket. Yeah. We're really just trying and, to and cover gets, the cost of production. As we grow, it gets more expensive. Yes. And we also have help. Right. We have Zach and Steve in the back <laughs> that that keep this thing rolling, you know. And we want to we want to take care of Zach and Steve um, the best that we can and and make sure that the the website hosting and the other expenses. So we're asking for your support on that. Yes. There's no yeah, we don't want to dance around that. Kind of like know, PBS us. having their, if you their like listener drive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if you but like the show. Like and <laughs> <laughs> for just a little bit per month. And um, and then obviously, you know, uh, if you've got ideas or things that you think would be cool that uh, that would be value add, then let us know. That would be interesting. You know, and maybe with sponsorship down the road, there would be some opportunities for giveaways and things like that too. Oh, that'd be great. If we grow into that. Yeah. and and gain other sponsors and perhaps that might be opportunities that come up like that. Yeah. I look forward to um, seeing how this all works out. Yeah. Now other news is rebranding. Rebranding. We are, and it's not like <laughs> we're just sort of overhauling what we got, uh, changing our schemes and our logos changing up a bit. And we're just updating. We're coming into 2022 and, and just want to have like a fresh feel about it all. Yeah. So it's, it's not that big of a deal. We're just working hard <laughs> at it, you know, but it's kind but yeah, of a look big for deal. the new logo. Yeah. I don't think it's so such a big deal that you'll, you'll go, where'd the indie music podcast go? I can't find, you yeah, know, it's right. not going to be like that. Right. The website's staying the same and, you know, we're just going to update the branding and the pictures and colors and, and we'll be updating our, you know, every week we do a post image or, you know, that we have for the announcing the show. And we have like a promo post that we do. It has a little video on it. We're going to update that stuff. And it's a refresh. It's a refresh. It's a refresh. It's a brand uh, refresh. There you go. It's a brand refresh. It's like Coca-Cola, you know? <laughs> that didn't go so well. <laughs> Hopefully this goes better. New photos, Doug? New photos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like yours. I hope you don't change the, uh, the Johnny Cash style thing going oh, yeah. on yours. Let's use that. So, and I think mine's going to, well, not everybody sees mine as related to the indie music podcast right? Uh, that you're seeing now, but I think I'll make the one that I, uh, that's on my zoom black and white so that it's cooler like yours is. <laughs> I knew you were going to say and, that. <laughs> <laughs> It's so cool. It is. I wish I was uh, as yeah, cool you, you, as my you've photo You've got like this Fulton prison thing going on mm -hmm. here. <laughs> Or you're about to go to Fulton. Yeah, Prison, it kind of looks that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it does have a little bit of a mugshot appeal. <laughs> is there any, is that the news? I think that's the news. It's brand refresh. It's um, launching a Patreon, um, value add for our listeners, and yep. uh, checking out some new microphones and uh, the courtesy of some new sponsorship. Yeah. So this is the last episode of season two. Yep. And we're going to probably record the first weekend of January, I'm thinking. That so right. that's actually, uh, yeah, because uh, the last weekend is this coming weekend. So we, we're going to take a, about a couple weeks off here till our next recording. And then we'll be out. Oh, we're going to start releasing on Saturday mornings. That's other news. That's the other news. Right. Yep. Res rescheduling our releases. Because... 
we say good morning every Saturday morning in our having coffee, <laughs> and you guys are listening on Wednesday nights with us saying good morning, and that's just stupid. <laughs> I didn't want to so, say anything, but you know. <laughs> so we're gonna go, yeah, because and, and I just don't feel good saying good evening in the morning on Saturday morning. That's just stupid too. Well, the funny thing is that you can't really it just tell feel genuine when somebody's gonna be listening to it. They could be listening to it in the morning. Yeah, but at least if we release on Saturday mornings and record the previous Saturday morning, we can say, hey, happy Saturday. You know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, and, and we're genuine. It's not like we're acting. We're always genuine. What do you mean? Well, it's kind of <laughs> weird that we're saying good morning at night, you know? But we're not. We're saying good morning in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Except to our listeners who... Because we know our listeners jump on. They're at oh, 8 that's o'clock right. they're, they're waiting on Wednesday nights. They're sitting in front of the computer or on their phones on Apple Podcasts. Getting refresh, refresh, refresh. Or on Spotify. Where's that podcast? I need my or podcast. on Deezer <laughs> or on Amazon or any other major streaming platform. Stitcher. Stitcher. Right. Waiting for our <laughs> podcast to publish. You're right. You're right. I'm picturing them now. Just hitting refresh and just waiting. Where's that new Matt and Doug content? I gotta have that banter. I, <laughs> I gotta hear about the weather in California. We didn't talk about the weather today. No. I'm so happy. That's okay. Don't, don't. <laughs> I'm okay skipping don't, that. Don't do it, man. <laughs> All right, we're way past time. Yeah, I think we covered everything we needed to cover. Yeah. So thank you, Samson. Thank you very much. We really much. appreciate, we really appreciate uh, you reaching out to us, and we're looking forward to this relationship. And thank you, listeners. I hope you've enjoyed the show, and we look forward to seeing you in Season 3. Absolutely. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Cheers. Cheers. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Indie Music Podcast. Please like and subscribe, share with your friends, or just leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you've heard. Find our social links and episode guide at IndieMusicCast.com. Until next time, keep creating.